Good evening, family. How is everybody doing today? It's great to be back. Had a nice day yesterday. I'll explain that here in just a moment. 
But we got Douglas on this evening. We're going to be doing a little bit of chasing squirrels, man. We've been chasing squirrels already, so I'm looking forward to getting to this conversation. We'll go a little bit of news, and I'm just going to let him take it, and then I'll I'll follow his lead. So uh, we'll see how this goes. It's going to be a fun night, guys. It's Kilted Christian, episode 505. We've got Douglas chasing squirrels. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, rise to many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We are the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. And once again, good evening for those of you that I did not get a chance to say hello to in the opening. God bless you. Thankful you were being here. And Bob, man, what an honor, man. He took a break from cabin building to come join us this evening, man. One of the billion reasons I love Bob, man, mainly because he's just Bob and we love Bob. So we'll go ahead and say hey to Livin'. Livin', how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Hey, Bob, that's not going to get it built. You'd be slacking on that thing. I'm only kidding. It is hey, good to take a break it, and come hang with us. We're it, glad to see you. It Miss took us four months to build a greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we won't go there. Actually, the greenhouse looks pretty dang awesome, though. So does the coop. The coop, the, the shed. Coop. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How was your day? I'm tired. My back's hurting, but no complaints. Not complaining. Actually, it did sound like complaining, but I'm not <laughs> yeah, complaining. <laughs> I'm tired. I got a backache, a headache. I know my so upper my, my like neck back is hurt today. I think it's yeah. just weird positions. I don't know. Yeah. But we uh I was talking to Jay Wu. Jay Wu made me laugh earlier. Coop coop. The Jay Koo. He's uh I told him he needs to get over here to Kentucky. He said, I will get there if I have to walk. I'm like, dude, I'll come pick you up brother, the before coup. you walk. And he's like, Well, not if there's any gas. So so I told him I would come pick him up on the coup. <laughs> And, uh, we'll and, bring a second one. And then it turned into a whole graphic novel that we're going to write about our journey. We call it <laughs> Jay Wu and the Coup. And then uh, it'll be a three-part graphic novel that'll end with a battle between China called Wu, the Pooh, versus <laughs> and the Coup. Oh, my God. <laughs> Got to throw my – and Joseph. Got to throw that in there. It just doesn't rhyme with Pooh, Coup, and, 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 and Wu. Joe. <laughs> and Joe. Pooh, Coup, and Joe. There we go. <laughs> the the Pooh posse. Yeah. We, we saw um, a bunch of coups yesterday on our little journey. We'll go ahead and we'll, we'll bring in Douglas real quick, and then I'll explain to you really? our little a little thing <laughs> yesterday. Really? Douglas, how are you doing, brother? I'm here. Been waiting on you. You've been putting me on mute so nobody can hear me talk to myself. Yeah, <laughs> I generally do that. I do that now because I can. Because I told you about I know. The, the earlier show, man. I've had people pee online and blow their nose during the that intro. That was deep and... sprinklers. That was awesome. <laughs> I, I went to pee. Okay. Uh-huh. That was you awesome. You never know. Yes. Um, and it's always nice because like everybody tells you at the end, just mute him so you can end the show. Um, so it works. Yeah. Uh, that's what we do now. We just, we're like, all right, guys, thank you so much, Douglas, for coming mute. <laughs> he's gone. See you later. You didn't want to hear what he's got to talk about anyway. I just you know, had hey. to say, you've been muted. <laughs> <laughs> That's He's all lemon. I can see no, him. No, that's fine. No, hey, what what are you actually doing here? I thought you had something against me because this is the first time I've seen you in a while. Are you talking about me? Yeah, because anytime oh. I do chasing squirrels, it's always just me and Duncan. You never yeah. participate I in was, chasing squirrels. I had a toothache. Yeah, yeah she had a toothache. toothache. I know it was a yeah. toothache. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a it was a bad one. Still, oh, still yeah. Any mm-hmm. toothache is a bad one. I don't care. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. there's yeah, there's. I've never had a good toothache. I've never had a no. toothache that's like, all right, let's pull out the presents and the cake. <laughs> no. yeah. Here, I'll chew on a rock. That's good. Do it. 
I was in chat, uh, though. I made it in chat. I know. Oh, I've yeah. seen well, I love you, Doug. It's good to see you. It's good to see yeah. both of you, too. And I'm glad. How did the furnace or the heat thing go, man? Well, it we made a good decision. So I'll, I'll just tell you guys how this <laughs> went down. We made a really good decision. So um, originally, we were going to, she, she was donated a, a wood burning stove. And uh, anyone that does any kind of contracting construction work, you know, anything, there's a lot of easier projects that you get into. One of the most difficult you can get into is adding a chimney to your house because yep. it isn't just as easy as adding a chimney to your house. So fortunately, God um, blessed us. And I had a really nice um, propane heater, like a really nice propane heater in the house. We have our, um, our uh, wood burning um, fireplace working now. So I was literally going to put it online and just sell it just to get a little of cash. And uh, I kept hesitating. And now I know why I was hesitating yeah. because it needed to go to a new place. Yep, so, sure um, did. so we called Nikki. Nikki was the one that lined all this stuff up. And we were like, Nikki, you know, I appreciate you lining this up. But there's really no point in you driving like nine hours over here to Texas or over to K Texas. I'm doing it again, guys. <laughs> over here to Kentucky, Kentucky. <laughs> Um, just to, you know, cause we, we're, this is going to be a lot easier of a project if we can get this tech, I know Texas in <laughs> his head's not he, right today. He just, he just forgot just about y'all in Kentucky. He <laughs> so, just threw y'all yeah. out. So, Nikki didn't have to drive over here to Indiana. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so John and I were like, you know, we'll take care of this cause it's going to be an easier project. Cause you know, oh, it'll, yeah. it'll now be a simple propane hookup, which wasn't as simple as we thought, but it was a whole lot more simple. So when we got oh, yeah. to the house, um, you know, we got the propane, we got the, the heater and everything in there. Um, we got the, the propane tanks and that stuff. Um, but we needed to get a couple of things, you know, like an adapter so that it would connect to, um, a propane tank as compared to, you know, the inline that yeah, they run, yeah. for, you know, for the big ones. So yeah. we set on our journey and for when we first got there, cause this was kind of out in the sticks, but we got to see a lot of coups on the way. Um, oh, you did. but when we got there, man, holy moly all like thousands of chickens come up to the gate of this house, man. I mean, like, and I'm not joking, like, like thousands. And the most impressive part was that they all had names and she knew which chicken was what. What? She was like, Oh, and there's Francois. We call him Francois because he's real fancy and, oh. and, and they're scary and they're spooky. And like, she literally had names for all of them. And then, a, then a, a sheep came out and then another sheep came out. And these are like big, like, I thought they were alpacas. These things were big. These were big sheep. sheep huh? They and, were sheep. They were eating the and, chickens. <laughs> and then a, a ram. The chickens. And then a ram came out. So, and then a gigantic turkey, like a big tom, um, comes <laughs> oh, out. Man. So I'm like, okay, at the very least, man, this is going to be great. We got all kinds of like beautiful, cute little animals. But as I was walking um, over to the house to get this stuff in there, I looked up. I used to be a roofer for years. And I looked at that roof and I was like, John, I think we made the right decision here because this wasn't a route. This this house was built in the 1800s. Oh, man, and, um, I don't doubt that. Yeah. And, and you know how it is. Like when you begin a project, everybody's like, oh, this is all we're going to have to do. Um, but then you get into your project and all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, the bones of this house need to be replaced. You know how it is. It, it just it's yeah. never a simple project. So I was like, look at that roof. I'm like, there's absolutely no way we could have opened up a hole in that roof without having to. At the very least, replace the plywood, um, the shingles, um, you know, the flashing, the the crow's nest, and all this other stuff. You know, so we would have ended up probably at the very least, probably spent about um seventeen hundred to two thousand dollars if that's and, what it was. Man, um, about three days' work too, and, and easily three days' work. But yeah. 
I'm being very, very nice because more than likely you would have ended up having not only to replace the entire roof, yes, but you would have had to replace the A-frame, the bracing, everything, like everything. everything. Yep. Yes. Yep. yes. Especially if you got up there and started looking at it going, oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this ain't good. Yeah. An old house like that, man, they're, 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 they got good wood in them, but they still depreciate over time and yeah this then, we, then you would have had to put the the old what do they call it around the flue going out of the ceiling or the or flashing the, on the under flashing the, the over flashing yeah it would have been a complex on top of the other stuff that we would have yeah. had that we found that we've had to do and then you're looking at the fact is that you're replacing a roof on a house that needs to be replaced so yeah you know, this this is one of those homes like i said you know um god bless this lady she was so appreciative um, you know, go, that's all matters. And, and she was so just thankful that she had a roof over her head, you know, but like, you know, it just, God gives you these little humbling experiences, mm -hmm. you know, cause I walked away just really appreciating this woman because like I said, she appreciates having a home over or how a roof mm -hmm. over her head. Um, but like, you, you can't complain about what you don't have when you look at people that have less than what you have, you know what I'm well, saying? That, that's a big thing because everybody, and I've talked about this. Just because your neighbor has a John Deere riding more doesn't need you, mean no. need you have one because it. You be thankful for what you have because again you might not have what you have. Yeah. You know the the humbling is the fact that with me it's um, I'm good where I'm at and I'm not looking to. There's nothing more really need in life other than being able to wake up every morning. Um, yeah. See, and that's, you know, yeah. that's, that's it right there in a nutshell. You know, if you're allowed to wake up every morning, you've been given a bigger but gift than you blessing. ever thought. Yeah. A yeah it is. It, yeah. it is. But, and it's humbling too. I mean, because you don't have to. I no, mean, exactly. Well, the, mm -hmm. tell them about the story about you going to publish, you were going to put that on Craigslist. About yeah. Because, yeah, I was literally going to take that um, heater. And put it up on Craigslist. Yeah. You know, because we could always use the extra cash. You know, we're, we're definitely not making a lot of money here. Yeah. Um, And uh, I was like, you know, so I kept hesitating. Mm -hmm. And that's not like me. Usually I'm like, okay, I'm going to get it up and I, and mm -hmm. I get that thing up. And it up. gets it done. Yeah. But I hesitated more and more and more. And then finally, um, literally, we the, the last show we did on Wednesday night, I mm -hmm. got done with that show. I called John up as I was fixing to take my dog outside. I'm like, John. We've got this propane heater, really, really nice propane, very expensive one, mm -hmm. um, sitting right here in the house that I was going to sell. I said, but I'd feel a whole lot better donating it to someone that needs it than, you know, <clears throat> making any money off of this. So, sure. mm -hmm. so we talked and that's when he called Nikki and we decided that there was no reefer to come out. We could take care of this. So that's ultimately what we ended up doing. Yeah. And, you know, so instead of having the, to drill a big giant hole in the roof and have all this other stuff, we had a little hole we had to drill. But the longest part of the job, it wasn't the work. No. It was finding a um, a propane low pressure regulator mm -hmm. um, in a in a really small town. So we had to yeah. drive. I think we ended up in like Florence or something. I think that's um, what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up finding one, um, and we we still weren't sure because we didn't know if it had the right adapter that went into um, the actual. Uh, because it, it came with the regulator, the hose, and everything, but we weren't sure we had the adapter that put it into the actual heater. Fortunately, when we got there, the adapter was inside of another part that when we opened the package, it fell out. We're like, oh, praise Jesus, you know? Uh -huh. <laughs> so so now we, because we thought we were going to have to order it from Amazon and have to come back in a couple of days, and she would be another couple of days without heat. 
but God provided everything that we needed. Um, you know, John and I put in a little bit of cash, you know, to make sure that her tanks were filled, that we had the regulator. So obviously we're like, you know, she was like, well, I don't have any money. We're like, no, it just isn't a pay thing. You know, we're, we're doing it because yeah, you know, somebody would need. Yeah. yeah. Um, so was it, was it one of them heaters that's about the size of like a wood burning stove? Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah it's, I know what you're talking about, about, yeah, those are, especially if the house you're talking about, what was it, like a two room house? Yeah, it was, um, if well, that. it was, I don't know. I only saw two rooms. I saw the kitchen and the living room. Um, yeah. but this would have been enough to, you know, heat that thing. And then I made sure yeah. also that she had a working fan because they do produce a tiny bit of carbon monoxide, not a lot, um, no, but anything, enough. anything ventless that you burn in your home, mm -hmm. um, even though these are made for homes, um, yeah. you know, I just made sure she had a fan just to keep circulation going. So it, yep. it drew the, the carbon monoxide away. Um, but she was very pleased. We got everything set up to where, you know, fortunately we, we, we filled up 40 gallon tanks. So, you know, that'll last or 40 pound tank. So that'll last her a, a good bit longer. Um, you know, yep. plus it's only operating that heater. So, yep. you know, that'll yep. get her by for a little bit. Um, you know, and if we have to ride back out there and, and fill up those tanks again, you know, so be it. Cause she was just in a rough situation. I think her husband just got up and left. And, well, that um, ha that's happening right now with a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. Um, they can't, they can't, um, it's like I've talked about on the show and we talked about it last Saturday. We got into this whole thing about what's it going to be like and seven men in a boat, you know, yeah. um, the, the, and smuggles. I've heard that analogy. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like you get to the point where you're just seven people in a boat afloat on the ocean and what's going to happen. And well, that's it right there. The, he it's, and it's sad because he didn't want to stick with her and, and make it through it. And it seemed to me like they had food there. They could be killing chickens a Turkey and oh yeah, all that, you know? And so makes you wonder why you would just up and go, but that, that's happening a lot, man. I mean, it, it really is. It's, um, the spout, the downward spiral is here, but it doesn't have to be. That's, that's yeah. my thing about it. Exactly. It you know. And, and, he but left, as long as you got heat, that's what matters. Man. Yeah, and he left in a rough situation because literally, like, he pulled it's winter. He pulled no, he pulled floors up. Like literally, he he did everything <sighs> to begin a remodel that he never did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so yeah. she literally got left and and you know just with her hands up in the air, not knowing what to do. They she makes money um to you know normally to, you know for food and what you know whatever um by selling eggs, mm -hmm. and um you know but we're in winter time now. So the ones that are producing is basically enough to feed her and her dogs, um, you mm -hmm. know, and that kind of stuff. She's got a cistern for water. So, I mean, this is the kind of lady right here that I'm not worried about in the end days, you know, when things get real rough, man, she'll, <laughs> you know, she, she'll be like, you know, I, I, I said, man, you're all of your roosters are really nice. She goes, cause I ate all the jerks. <laughs> <laughs> well, well that's, great sense that's, of humor. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, um, it happens in a lot of parts of life. Yes, it does. Um, no, that's good that she's got heat. That's the biggest thing, man, right there is making sure she's warm. Um, yeah, we there, it's like that around here. Even in my town, dude, there's still people living in houses with dirt floors. Yeah, exactly. You know, <clears> but <throat> you like know, I said, and we, we take a lot for granted is. here. We take a whole lot for granted here. Everybody You know, does. um. You know, because I mean, even even us, you know, when we're, we're, we're riding around, we're like, oh man, imagine living in a house like that, you know. Nope. And and the thing is, though, is that you know, I got home, and I'm like, man, and I don't have the the best house in the world, but I have the best house in the world. 
in my opinion. Yes. I mean, it's it's cozy. We've got family, you know. Um, but it just it really puts everything into perspective, and you know, and it really comes down to this: Do you have a house over a roof over your head? Are you fed? Are you water? Are you alive? You know, what I'm saying God gives you everything that you need to. It's us that want the bigger and the better. Like you said, you don't need a John Deere lawnmower. Go no. get a go go get a um, Harbor Freight lawnmower. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it don't matter. Yes, it don't. I mean, um, and like you're saying about your house, um, I know people that's got big houses, and I'll tell you what. <clears throat> excuse me. It's like I've always said about like having a million dollars. With a million dollars, you got a million problems. It, you see, know, and yes. and that's where it's at because. Again, I'm I I come to this. I don't know it. It could have been when I made the move to get to where I'm at now, as far as moving me and my boy into this house. That um, it come to that where it's I'm good. I mean, I'm really am. There's there's um, I'm a humbling a humbling moment. It is, but it's not really a humbling moment. It. it kind of way it is if you look at somebody who has it worse than what you have it um but it's more coming to the grips with you know life's good i mean pe- a lot of people gotta start looking at life as it's good there's if if you're wanting more than you can actually have you're not you're not happy uh, and, and it's not going to be good and it's not going to end well because you're either going to put yourself in debt to where you're not living a good life or you're just going to be wanting all the time and it's never going to be fulfilling and I'm fulfilled, you know? Um, yeah, things could have changed a little bit different in certain things, but I'm, I have a fulfilled life and I'm, yeah. and to me, that's a lot. No, we got uh, everything we need, man. We've got mm-hmm. a relationship yeah. with God and we've got everything we need. Yes. And yeah. you know, it's one thing that, that, you know, the more you have, the more you have to lose. You know, and the more you have to lose, the more it's going to hurt in the long run, you know, like, and I've said this before is that, you know, when things get really, really rough, um, no one's going to be more prepared than the homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like those suits and suspender wearers are going to be walking around asking the homeless what to do. You yeah. know, they're going to be eating out of garbage cans, no different than anybody else, except the homeless are going to have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing is that we, we, as humans, we take so much for granted down here. We, we just... We want more. We feel like we need more, but there's a difference in the wants and the needs. And that's there one is. thing is that, you know, God puts everything into perspective and, and divides a better understanding of what the needs and the wants are. Yeah. And, you know, God does that, but, oh man, just again, getting into the things anymore, getting into, um, he gave us, I mean, he gave us a mind that can think um we have a computer sitting inside of our heads and when you don't use that computer to even half of its ability man you're you're just wasting it um and a lot of it's not do what i'm not not talking to you oh i know and a lot of it's not just um um numbers and everything it's it's just life again back to the life thing um wait a minute do what? <laughs> sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry, right I didn't ahead. mean to I mean, interrupt you. Go um, ahead. We're good. You're not. In, you're not. In, hey, there's no <laughs> interrupting in this thing here. Now, let me let me uh, explain something okay, real quick, okay. just to make so, sure. So turf, I do realize this. What I'm saying is the homeless people are already without what they need, and they have they can they were better equipped to sustain the lack of food and so forth because they're not as picky 
as the wealthy are who won't go out and eat pizza out of the garbage can. That's what I meant by that. Nobody's ready for a shell or a fallout. No, no, no. Really, that all. question had to come up. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Don't right. give me the you picked the wrong person tonight. <laughs> oh, now um, here we go. As far <laughs> as being let's just ready, sit back and listen. Um, no, this <laughs> this right. is just crap because I, I get tired of people thinking that we are sitting here making light of this. There's no light of this whatsoever. The homeless are going to be wiped off. If you want to know about, I mean, we we went over this scenario last Saturday um, and we did four hours of podcasting on just what's getting ready to happen. Doom and gloom. If you want doom and gloom, I can drop doom and gloom on you for the next 30 minutes. Oh, we're going to leave that can, for the last 30 minutes. And, and we can do that. But this guy here is saying that what makes you assume this, there's nobody assuming anything. Usually the poor even back in the day knew how to live better than anybody that had a job because they were the ones that had to scrounge and They're survive minimalists and, yeah. and meant very much of minimalist. Now it's like the tunnels out in Las Vegas. I've seen M, you know, MJ Fisher XJ. Yeah. Is it XJ or MJ Fisher from Las Vegas? He's been in the tunnels okay. out there and I've just done watch the show on the tunnels in Las Vegas. Those people have got a community down there. And you don't piss with that community. Um, <clears throat> if you're an outsider, you better keep, you just might as well stay out of it because they know everybody that's in that community and they protect that community. Those people are more, they're prepared more than again, middle-class people, soccer moms, soccer right. moms are going, they're, they're going to be gone. Uh -huh. um, you're people that again, you're, you're, you're wealthy people. The only way they're going to live is if they have their so-called bunkers, which some of them do. There's bunkers out there, and yes, they are filled with everything in their sun to get them through. But again, they can only survive in there so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not going to be a complete thing where you're going to sit in a bunker for 20 years or 10 years. At some point, you're going to have to come out. And when you come out of that bunker, um, you're not going to be ready for what's happening to you there. No, not to mention, um, like Al Kilter says, they'll lose their minds. Yes, um, they will. John they Q. Will. Patriot says necessity breeds invention. It e does. Exactly. And see, we're at, we're at that point now, too, where there's always been that saying that um, weak, strong time make strong men, weak time make weak men. Yes. And we're at that point now where it's almost getting ready to shift back. To, uh, we're getting ready to produce strong men again. We've produced yeah. a lot of very weak men in the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. No, we really and, have. And none of no man. I, I don't I got to clump. I got to clump this in and it's going to piss people off and I don't care. Um not all men have walked away from taking care of what they help produce, if you know what I'm saying. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. For the most part, now we have a generation of grandparents, and we talked about this too, a generation of grandparents raising their grandkids. And when those grandkids are where they're marrying, having kids, there's nobody there for them. No. Now you got to think about what that's going to be like for this. If nothing gets changed, because at the moment people are running so hard and so fast to try to make a living that family doesn't matter. Well, not, that's the thing. They destroyed it. Um, nuclear mm -hmm. family mm -hmm. by breaking mom and dad off. He's going to take care of the kids, yeah. you know, one at a time, one works on a day, one works at divorce rate raise. Skyrocketed. Um, it just, oh, it's nuts. Yeah. So I'm going to play this clip since you set me up for it. Because <laughs> you, you literally set this one up, yep. and this is just one of the uh, other issues. You know, you, you bring up strong men and weak men, and 
This is just one of those instances right here. Two reasons why men are feminized. We live in a femme-centric society. Men are being raised by women. When they're not um, at home, then they're in school, being taught and raised by women uh, in a world whereby everything is catered to women, whereby the messaging from the media is, don't be toxically masculine. It's okay to cry. It's okay to show your feelings. Uh, they're like pushing all this like feminine energy um, onto men and I don't think that is just a uh, a coincidence I think the reason they're doing this is because men used to be a lot more uh, masculine they used to be a lot stronger they used to be a lot more disagreeable it's the men that go to war and it's the men that fight so when tyranny comes it's the men that go first and so if you're able to control the men and you're able to feminize the men then you're able to control society to a much greater extent I think she's kind of uh, right. Yeah, she is right. I'll, I'll agree with that yeah. to a certain mm -hmm. point because um, there's nothing wrong with crying, being a man and crying. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you what, in World War II, when those old boys were in the Ardennes Forest, um, there was, those young men were crying. And they were, they were up crying. And, dude, I just got done watching a movie where I, where I was shedding tears because of it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not gonna lie about no, it. No, there's nothing. No, there's, there's nothing, nothing about, about, that. about a guy like, crying. But what's that? What's that movie called where they talk about the dog? Har is it Harley? The the about the little Labrador. No, dude. I, I, look, I'm just gonna be honest that. with you. I can't watch I Am Legend because of the <laughs> when they kill that dog. So yeah. it's it. it but but yes. I think um Marley, Bob, Bob summed it up pretty well. Yeah, Marley and me. Uh -huh. Bob summed Marley it up pretty well because they cried, but they still kicked butt. Mm -hmm. And, yes. and that was the thing is it look, there, there's nothing. I saw my granddad cry and it broke mm -hmm. my heart. The only time in my life that I saw him cry and I was in the mountains. I used to play um, trumpet and, and uh, bugle. And, you know, I did um, Reveille and taps um, for, you know, good night and good morning, um, you know, military. And my, I was practicing taps and my grandfather, I looked up and he was crying mm -hmm. and and I didn't understand, you know, because to me it was just a song that you went to bed to. But yeah. they, but when he heard it multiple times, he was burying friends from the Korean War. Yep. You know, so and he, it hit him a lot differently. But and there's nothing wrong with with men crying. And I just no, want to verify that. I don't that. think so at all but, either. But they want you to cry over spilt milk, like they're well, like, you they, know, they, uh, I got I my know I got my not. feels hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that though. I think it's the, it's, it's the, it, and that's, I'm not going to say transhumanist bullshit or transgender crap because it's not that because, um, they, they want to teetotally make a man, a woman. And They're literally it's, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not the fact of men's feelings because <laughs> hate to tell you ladies out here, we all, us men do have feelings. Oh, um, absolutely. If you and, man, you um, don't cry. There's something up with you. If 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 and it depends. It depends on the crying a man's doing. Let yeah, me well, put yeah. it like that. Because if it's if it's one where it's crying, but there's there's a cry too where the jaw and the teeth are all clenched. That's the one you won't worry about. Um, but as far as emotions, a man's got to have emotions. We have emotions. If we didn't have emotions, y'all be screwed um straight yeah. up because if i didn't have an emotion 
Oh Lord. Um, <laughs> yes, oh Lord. Yeah, yeah. you'd be chasing. Because... You'd be chasing squirrels, right? No, chasing no, squirrels with grenades. With grenades. Yeah. I wouldn't. Or I wouldn't be chasing stick. squirrels. There would be. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, let's put it this way: it'd be John Wick. <laughs> volume five and i don't care how many bullet holes i got in me it would be that kind of uh a mentality where it's like okay you don't want no feelings you really don't want no feelings i can show you no feelings you know and we've already got that it's like we were talking with robin rn um if nobody's listened to that sunday video with the women's and we started a sunday night well, i don't know man i'm nuts um sunday nights is ladies night oh man i'm nuts <laughs> why do yes, you say nuts we, perfect we show are, for squirrel chasing <laughs> yes I, we we are doing ladies night on sundays and that's nice. where ladies get to call in and it's a panel of ladies Ooh. awesome and robin our recovering our end called in this last sunday and if nobody's listening to that they need to because wow um but it, it's it's the thing with men if if again if we didn't show if we didn't have emotions this world would be worse off than what it is yes but we're seeing it too though and it's like we were talking about the ptsd thing um like with with us who are doing shows and and even the people like on on our my, on our telegram page our our show the telegram page is nuts man these people are posting everything and what we're looking at it's like I told him on there, you know, I see these videos of these guys walking up behind another guy and just capping him right in the head. Um, you can only watch that so much. And that right there is people that don't have feelings. Yeah. There is your man that doesn't have a feeling. That man yeah. that walks up behind somebody and just caps mm -hmm. him in the back of the head. Yeah. There's no feeling there. If that's, if that's what you want, oh my goodness. I'm, I, uh, no, um, I want to have feelings <laughs> yeah, um, oh, exactly. or I'd be the one out there doing that. And, um, just, Oh, that woman, she's nuts. Um, they're, and they're not trying to teach it in a, a way of just shutting your feelings off. They're wanting to feminize a man. And to that point where he is feminine, not just not the male part there anymore, just feminine. But again, here we go turn it around and i'm gonna get i'll catch flack i do all the time let ladies have short haircuts put mid drift jeans on them and they got a beer gut bigger than some men so now what are you doing to the women mm -hmm. you're making them look like a man i can i've been out walking in malls and around places come up behind two people and hurry up and have to get around front of them to see if it's two men or if it's a man and a woman now, or two women well, not, and, and because you can't tell the difference anymore well it's been going on longer than we think for one thing mm -hmm. and you know another one is like look back at the movies that they produced during the 60s and the 70s like you're you had the man's man they would call that toxic toxic masculinity today <laughs> you know so yeah. today you get a lot more feminized movies and then occasionally you get like a 300 or something yeah you know, where the guys are like now that's yeah. a man <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you know you i know, mean yeah i mean the men are so feminized now it's just crazy i mean they got their hairs up in buns and you know and stuff yeah, like that the man, just, bun. the man well, bun and you know think back in the day it was a, a, a you know a guy that you know didn't spend his life in the gym for one he was just built good you know built nice and stuff like that and had they weren't men back then weren't like they are now yeah but that's where the that's where our 
again, now we're going to get into our food resources. Um, that's where our food that they have been feeding for the last, what, what do you want to say? Last, um, well, yeah, exactly. What they're feeding uh, 40 us years. also is they're putting hormones and everything. So what oh, do you everything. think a man's taken? If they're well, eating something, so they're the getting women, so hormones. Are the girls. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. But we're hormonal anyway. Yeah, you but know what I mean? you got a, yeah, but when you got a 10 year old girl that looks like she's 18, 18 years old, that's there's a problem, problem right there. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, the, the, the puberty rate for girls has dropped down to around nine ten. years old nine, ten. and mm-hmm. and that's not good. And again, mm-hmm. the hormones, but it's not so much even, well, yeah. So when, when there's, when there's young men in their 18s and 16s and some 14, 15 that are walking around with boobs, young men that there's a problem well, and that's a lot of the estrogen. But again, even in your water that you drink from the tap, when a woman yeah. takes a birth control pill okay, and was, it goes into the system, yeah, it yeah. does not take it out. And no, you're I was about to, to, to go there, you know, so yes. they, they mentioned um, soy for one thing, yeah. soy is high in estrogen and that's why they're yeah. pushing this whole soy meat market. But um, 25 years ago, I was working at a, a water processing plant, it, you know, really big buildings. And we were, you know, re-roofing all of the buildings in that area. And I went over and talked to one of the, uh, the engineers that was kind of running the whole thing. And I asked him, I'm like, you know, I'm curious, like, how the heck do they get rid of all the poo? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, cause I mean, you know, th- th- come on, I mean, you, you know what goes in the toilet and then, you know, if they I clean know. them, clean that processed water and you end up drinking it again or, or ice cube, you know? And he was like, well, he goes, that's not the, the hard, you know, we can get rid of that. You know, you, you know, you just clean it up with like bleaches and whatever else they use heat. And he goes, that's not the problem. He said, the problem is hormones and estrogen. Mm-hmm. He goes, because yep. you give females birth control pills, they relieve yep. it in the toilet and that can't be processed out of the water. So, you know, my first thought was like, you know, I'm wondering how, if this is part of the reason right now that we're seeing more feminized men, men. and more masculine women is They're because of, the water of something like that, because you're cooking with the water, mm-hmm. bathing in the water, drinking in the water. Um, and I've got no proof about this, but it, it, no. to me, it makes as much sense as anything. Yeah. Well, and you got to look at the sports sports drinks too. Like a lot of your um, your monster, it's actually got bull semen in it. Oh gosh, really? For the <laughs> testosterone side, I'm, I'm serious. Yes, <laughs> it does. It does. It, it has bull semen in it, and that's <laughs> part of it. And it's on the can, and I can't remember what the actual name is. It's not that it Sharks. doesn't say bull semen. It says something else, but. Oh, yeah, they're putting bowl semen too. in that. So you got women drinking this. and <laughs> That's where you get the feistiness. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's, yeah, <laughs> no. Um, well, no, let's let's get into the logo. The lady that did the oh, video yeah. saying yeah, yeah. Those, those, those three symbols are the letter Tav yes. or mm-hmm. Volve, which mm-hmm. Volve is the spike. They look like the spikes that held Jesus up. And there's three of them, and that letter is yeah. the number six, so that is six, six, six. Yeah, literally, so yeah. Yeah, you can't take that any other way. Oh, um, but no, the 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 genetic thing that they've been doing is is nuts. I mean, uh, look at the Alzheimer's, um, and then it, and again. We want to say that they're spraying barium and aluminum on us. Mm-hmm. Um, they're spraying some other crap too. Um, because I'm getting a lot of people around me going, I just feel tired. And I go, 
Okay. Uh, they're yeah. putting fentanyl. In, uh, dude, no, we, we were fentanyl in it. No, we were care. joking on the show on Wednesday. Yeah. Because no um, cause I called John and I was like, I said, man, he goes, how you doing today, brother? I said, dude, I am worn out. Like we're all just, <laughs> we're all just real lethargic today. And he goes, dude, my whole family's been sleeping like bricks all day long. Yep. He goes, That's I, the way I've been doing. He goes, I, I swear they're dropping opioids in the chemtrails. And you know, he was joking about it, but like, um, so today we went, um, to go grab dinner because I forgot to pull the chicken out to defrost it. So we had to eat something. <laughs> um, and the lady at the store was like, she goes, man, we were just all so tired today. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I was crazy? like, man, everyone's saying this right now. But they, they I mean, are. we had crosses in the sky today. Oh man, it was tic-tac-toe. Yeah, we like we didn't have crosses. We just had, I posted pictures on all telegram pages and I'll tell you what, um, I, I, I've been sleeping like that too, because mm-hmm. this morning I didn't hear my alarm. I woke up in a, but I used to sweat as a kid too, when I slept, but that's not beside the point, but I woke up, I didn't even hear my alarm. Um, I woke up, looked and seen light coming through the window. And I was like, Oh crap. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I didn't get to work till like nine o'clock. I, I spoke, we started at six. So I didn't get there until nine <laughs> and I woke up and I'm pissed. I'm like going, I'm, I'm done with this crap. I've been on steroids. I got two more steroids to take, and I actually have a voice back that doesn't go, hey. <laughs> and, but my thing too with this sinus and um, chest thing, I've been tired from that because I don't think I've been getting enough oxygen in my blood because of my lungs being coated with whatever it is. I hacked up, I don't, I'm serious, I hacked something up yesterday morning going to work, and I'm so thankful it was dark. Because when it hit my leg, did it run it was, away? It was. It almost did. <laughs> yeah, I thought. It, I thought it was alive. Um, it hit my leg, and I thought, and it, and it, it landed with a thud. And I went, "Oh hell no!" Um, I'm looking for something to grab this with because I, 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 and curiosity almost made me want to look. And I went, "Don't, don't do it, don't do it." Um, so yeah, um, I got it off my leg and then got down here where my mom works and looked at my leg and there were still remnants of it. And I went, Oh my God, that was bad. Oh, and God. then this, yeah. Then this morning I did the same thing, woke up, coughed and it was dark in my front room here. And I was like, Oh shit. I don't know where that landed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Living. I'm not lying. I'm going, I gotta find this. Yeah, um, Mullen, Mullen tea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, whatever. You're still trying I'm, to find yeah, it. Yeah, probably is the Mullen tea, but I was afraid <laughs> I was gonna step on it, and get stuck to the floor. Um, seriously, goodness. <laughs> no, it, it did land. It just ran away, dude. I'm, I'm, I literally, uh, I hadn't seen Stranger Things before, and uh, and so so Livin's like, hey, we need to watch Stranger Things. Well, in yeah. the show, one of the characters like. Coughed up a polywog <laughs> or something. <laughs> it turned out to be That's like a, was, a demon. That's what I, I think oh, of. Yeah. Like, a polywog came out of you. Oh, oh that's no. disgusting. I, I don't even want to think about a polywog, dude. I'm it could be walking what. around on your floor. It's oh, like crawl up your my leg cat, at night while you're sleeping. My cat would kill it, so I ain't worried about <laughs> yeah. that. My cat's going to kill whatever comes around. But I don't know. This, this polywog ate just, a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been a... Uh, but it's oh just the crap that's coming out of your lungs. I'm like going, oh. and of course we're going out. And we are looking at the sky going. <laughs> yeah. You just want to start going. I wanted and, a mirror and, today. Oh, uh, I was or, or red pen. 
<laughs> a oh, red I'm laser. telling you, I mean, it's it's just yeah. insane because <laughs> yeah. we you know go. people that's been dealing with this for three months. Dude, I yeah. don't want to deal with this for three months. Remember, we no. had to take two weeks off of Guilty yeah. Christian because I couldn't yes. hear. Yeah, I, know. I was so he had it bad. Yeah, but see, that's really where bad. I'm thinking I'm at is for some reason, it's like I told the owner of the company. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm fortunate enough. We're we're good. We're friends, you know, and. I told him, I said, I don't know if it's point that I can't hear because there's times I come home and I got to turn my TV up almost full blast. And then there's times I got to turn it way down. I'm like going, okay, I'm getting tired of this too. And it's like, <laughs> all this is connected. Ear, nose and throat are all connected. And the thing about not hearing my alarm, if they're spraying fentanyl into the sky, stop, um, you know, because I'd like to be able to, I want to sleep, but I don't want to sleep so freaking hard that I don't hear nothing. And it it's starting to get, I'm ready to write my attorney general here, Todd Rakita, yes. a email and go, dude, when are you going to jump on this lawsuit with the rest of these states and get them to quit chemtrailing here? Because this is getting nuts. They were doing it today in the clouds, through yeah. the clouds. And we're not talking about little bitty chemtrails. Um, these boys were on um, massive wide putting the material out yeah. more than I've ever seen. And I'm, I'm done with it. As far as that goes, I'm, I'm hoping what I've done is taken care of it. And then I can get back on my supplements because I quit taking them over the summer and I I've been kicking myself in the butt for this for the last three weeks of having this, but get back on taking all the supplements that I was, I was taking because I was good last year. But I think they're—I do believe that they're waging the 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 weather modification chemtrails. I think they've been pumping that up here in the last, yeah, at least last two months. They have really jacked it up, and they're really going after it. But again, we are just now getting ready to hit. And again, I'm with everybody too. I don't know if 2024 is going to happen or not, but we're at the beginning of it, and it's going to get nuts. It's going to be totally nuts because if January 15th is the delegation time, yeah, um, get ready for some more crazy stuff to happen. I've seen where Punky said somebody something and others are posting it too that uh, Russia's found out that America's getting ready to start, uh, produce another bioweapon. Uh, and I'm like, I don't doubt that one bit. Yeah, um, and NATO is fixing to get involved in that war and putin's uh, like we won <laughs> it's over there is no well war. go ahead now he's saying there is no war but nato's ramping up they're trying to ramp up the you know the biggest money scams we've been talking about this for a while um yeah. you know and then they israel needs money apparently to fight a group of people that don't have an <laughs> army a military of any kind uh, steal oh. other people's weapons that they don't know how to use necessarily and oh, yeah <laughs> Um, and, and, and Azrael posted something on our show's page about the Navy, the carrier groups that are in the Red Sea are getting their butts spanked by the Houthis with their missiles mm -hmm. or the ship missiles. And it, it's just showing how this COVID thing with the vaccines has degraded our military. And, oh yeah, you know, none of the kids want to, none of the kids, I, the videos I see, they're like, I'm not fighting for this country. Well, I'll, and it's like, I told one woman, I said, um, if you want to have your, your young men go out there to fight battles, why are you stupid enough to have a, a commercial called tunnel for towers and wounded warriors? And, and, and you're putting all these 
guys out there that's lost a leg, lost two legs, lost leg and an arm, uh, maybe lost both legs, both arms. And you're trying to glorify this and get people to re- come in and recruit. You're doing a bad job of it when you put that out there. Yeah. And, you know, so then these kids want, are going to fight that war. And then you got all, then you got Lloyd Austin going, well, we'll take your uncles and your dads. And it's like, uh, no, you won't. Um, the, the war in Ukraine, what is it? Zelensky has been going around the world, begging everybody and America's holding back 80 billion. And right now, uh, Europe is holding back 50 billion euros. They're not giving him the money. Uh-uh. They're not. They've, they've the general over in uh, Ukraine already said that we're done. We can't do no more. It's going to you know, be, it's over. It's going to be different than Vietnam. Last time they, they had a brilliant move, you know, cause a lot of people didn't want to be involved in that war. Um, cause it wasn't our business and they put all the hippies out there. You know, which were <laughs> resisting the draft mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And then the patriotic people were like, well, I don't want to be a hippie. So, you know, they ended up going, this is going to be a way different situation because people are like, no, I refuse to fight in this war. This has nothing to do with this. And I'm not going to be a, a puppet for the Bidens. Now they're talking, What you read something today about um, drafting women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because they're, well, they're, they're so down right now that they're not going to have a choice. And the thing is, though, is that, you know, unlike last time, where people stood against the ones who resisted the draft this time, people are going to be standing by arm to, to protect those that are resisting the draft. Yeah, as I I'm, will. Gonna, I'm not going to try to be a news. You're not going to like comment and get going like that because that's not for your show. Um, um, Let's because, hear it. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Um, as far as the woman thing goes, <laughs> the one that really pissed me the hell off was, when Russia, and I don't know if you've seen the video, um, they were on the front lines and they came up on somebody laying on the ground, flipped her over, and she goes, I'm pregnant, don't shoot me. And they go, what the hell? Or basically, what the f- are you doing out here on the front lines? You're pregnant. They're sending pregnant women out to the front lines in Ukraine. It's what they do in, here. In, with- in what world do you send a pregnant woman to a front line of a war? Well, no, it's it's a dirty tactic. It's basically what they're doing is you put the women and the children in the front, and you're less likely to try to go after the people that you need to go after. You, just like with this immigration. You know, when we were down there, there was like 90 dudes compared to children and women, but oh, yeah. guess where the yeah. women and the children were? Right there at the yeah. front, you know what I'm saying? So you're not going to do what you need to do where if those women and children weren't there, you know, people would be stepping up and hopefully trying to do something. I'm seeing people now that are like, you know, that are complaining about when are people going to get up there and stand at the border and stop these people from coming in? It's like, dude, I've been, we've been screaming about that for the last three yeah. years, man. I was screamed yeah. about that from the border. Well, I want to know why. When you have a video out there being done by Fox News and it shows a guy with a zip wheel, a zip wheel is a cutting wheel that goes on a grinder to let everybody that doesn't know that what that is. It's for cutting steel. There was a guy cutting the our expensive ass fence with a zip wheel, cutting a section of it out, just getting there, and they're filming it, and there's the CBP, and I don't understand why nobody put a bullet in his head. Yeah. Um, he should have been shot right there on the spot. No questions asked. Um, you're not sending. Uh, oh, well, this cartel, they're going to start a war. They're going to start a war anyway, whether you like it or not. And 
if that one's going to kick off, you might as well kick it off and just go ahead and fly a bunch of A-10s down there and be done with that and just let them do what they do. Because um, we can't let an organization like the, the Mexican cartels have control of our southern border and inside the United States like they do to even be about sovereign. And, and whenever they go, oh, we got to worry about the borders of the Ukraine, oh, just kiss my ass. Um, I'm done <laughs> with that, too. We need to start worrying about America. Yes. Yeah, we do. We have we have 535 people that are in office that are supposed to be working for you and all of us out here. And um, I would say burn up the phones, burn up the emails. If they have a Cracker Barrel in your small town, big town, where they're coming around, make sure you're there and start asking them these off-the-wall questions that we do that are true. They're not off-the-wall. They're true questions of why aren't you doing the work for us? Who is paying you? If you wore a NASCAR jacket, would my picture even be on your NASCAR jacket for representing me? Um, are, and again, if, if I, why are you only working 100 days a year out of 360 or whatever you want to work, but only working 100 days a year? That's not getting nothing done for your constitutes. No. And um, we got... Oh, man, we don't even want to get into that part of it. But with the thing with the women, no, Ukraine is is hurting so bad for people. It's not the point of putting women out there. That's all they've got left. Now, literally, um, all the literally, women, you know, they don't have anybody. I mean, somebody I, I lost the who said this, um, but they were saying you just oh yeah, it was Azriel. You get desperate after five hundred thousand men die. Um, yep. You know, and, and here's the thing though with our country is that. We need to get to the point. Somebody, I read this today and it was like, wow, this is actually really well said. Is it, you know, our country, um, the generations today are what they refer to as a passive dinner, a generation. And it was a comment that someone made about the peaceful generation. And they were like, they're not peaceful, they're passive. And they were like, well, what's the difference? And they said that a man who is willing to be peaceful has the, the motive and the ability to fight when called upon to go out and fight for their country, to fight for their religion. And they choose to be peaceful, but they will leave that behind. If that changes where a passive society is just taught, be passive, don't fight back, yeah. you know, just go hide in a corner or, or under a desk, you know? Um, and it was and really well said because, you know, we, we need, we need to be, it, what is it? The, uh, the warrior in the garden. You're better yeah, off being yeah. a warrior in a garden, or, or excuse me, a warrior in a, a garden, garden than a gardener in a war. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and you know, and I had a guy come up to me at the shop, and he goes, God told him um, that we did a podcast, and I said, yeah, here it is, and he listened. He goes, I've listened to half of it. He walked up to me, and he goes, all right, so do you believe in God? And I went, oh, man, yes, I believe in God. I have faith, and I believe. And I, he goes, well, where do you go to church? And I go, I am church. And, you know, he, he kind of a back on that. And I couldn't really get into my stance with him, but I'm going to. Um, we're all the church of Father. Mm -hmm. um, every one of us. Father's in us. We are the church. We are the ones. We don't have to sit in a box that's going to sit there and lie to you and make you a passive person. Um, for the most part, from what I get, a lot of churches, people I talk to, it, it's more about being passive and just sitting there waiting for it. Yeah. 
So what good again, my biggest thing is if if you want father to fight for you, why aren't you fighting for father on every on every level? And if if that means we gotta go out here and get kinetic, which again, that's my biggest um I don't want to see that happen here because it's not going to be like anything anybody's no, ever seen in their look, world, we, dude. This is going to be like if if <sighs> if because we've seen people stand down. People are you know they're not protesting like we should. You know we basically been silenced. But there's going to be a point where those silent people are no longer silent, and you're looking at like you know you're looking at like patriot braveheart stuff right here because you have more fight to defend what you have just to keep what you have than those that are coming onto your land to take what they want. Yes. And this is ultimately what we're looking at. We will do anything to protect our families, our friends, and those around us um, a lot harder than those who are trying to take what we have from us. Yeah. And it's going to be an ugly thing. We just, and everyone, everyone will reach that point. There will come a point if this doesn't stop or if God doesn't come and rapture us first, which, you know, I'm hoping that goes down that way, but there'll be a point where you see good men doing questionable things. And it's not going to be because they're hateful or mean people. It's because they're scared. That's what it's got to be. They don't want to lose their family. You know, they're, they're fighting out of necessity as compared to anger or oppression. Or is it, they just don't want to lose their humanity because, that's a big question. When do we lose humanity? And and like with the with the the oh crap the the or not the writing, but going out and protesting things. Um, that's good to a point, but it depends on who you are that's protesting. Now, if a bunch of us go out and protest, we know what that leads to. Yeah, that leads to confrontation. Then that leads to what is going to be. Now, are we? being pussyfied by not going out and protest no i don't think we are i think we are we're not being me, pulled it, into their battle because that's, that's ultimately right what there. they want that's yeah. a good way to do it that's a good way to do it because yeah. that's exactly what it would be because we know a lot of us are going to be out there packing and the first shot that goes off it's going to be like walking into a gun store and you thought it was a jewelry store and you pull a gun and 20 people pull a gun on you and blow your brains out. No. Yeah. Um, because that's exactly what it's going to be because once that gun's pulled on a bunch of, and, and I don't want to group people because that's division, but once you do that and you threaten those people, it's over with there's gunfire going on. Yeah. And I don't want to see it get to this because again, even with the homeless part of it, they're not going to survive this if it gets kinetic. No, no, no. If nobody's, it gets, nobody's going to. It's but, see, but also, if it gets kinetic, if it gets to the point where it's arm against arm, you know, and you're going to be sharing what you've got. To, you know what I'm saying? It's not like you're going to be stingy and be like, well, I've only got eight guns and I need them all. It's going to be like, dude, here, take it. Here's some ammunition. Get my back. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be different. You know, Turf brings up a point well, we brought up a lot, and it's, it can't be said enough. Speaking of the collapse, Everyone, if you can, leave the cities. You Not know, everyone. Yes, yes. <laughs> they're going to go. Cities no, really living. No, they, yeah. not, not everyone can leave the city. No, not, not everyone has that opportunity, you know, oh, the choice. Geez. But the thing is, though, is that if the opportunity is there, um, definitely seize upon it. I mean, we we made that choice. We were in a suburb, yes. but we were too close to a city. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you know, we've we've got to get out of here. We need to get to a safe place. 
you know, but there's people like us yes. who are offering, you know, a little bit of land or whatever. Mm -hmm. Be like, look, if you guys get to the point where you need a place to stay, Jay Wu. Yeah. You know, come throw up <laughs> a, a little shed or something, you know, get it, yeah. get a roof over your head. We got a little bit of property. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but what is, I mean about what I'm saying, talking about the people living, leaving the city is like Azrael brought up last week. Those again, we go to the walking dead. Those are the locust people. I don't want them leaving the big cities. The the and you know what I, who I'm talking about, the people that don't know how to do anything but lay around, not lay, even lay around, but they're not, um, they're not. They're going to be the, they're going to be the, they're going to be the takers. They're not going to be the, yes, the that, those people there, and those are going to be the locust people that need to be left in the cities, and the people that actually are um, the ones that are not the takers that need to get out, which again. The big city, oh, they're just so yeah. It's it's what one one guy said. He goes, "What is it?" The he he wanted to make his little statistic that three months, ninety percent of the country is going to be gone. And I can I can almost agree with that. Now there um, there are, but the thing is though is you know off kilter says do good to you enemies. I, I know he recorrected it and said your um <laughs> do good to your enemies. <laughs> and that's the thing though is that some people just need to be taught. Like look, um you know a lot of what we see. The, the craziness, the chaos in the cities, it's because they haven't been taught differently. Like we are fortunate enough to have lived in an area where maybe we know how to do a little survival. Boy Scouts, you know, mm -hmm. taught you how to do something, how to hunt, you know what I'm saying? So we're fortunate to know this stuff, which we have to pass on to those others. But you're also right at the same time. Because look, when you're dealing in a situation of a poo hits the fan scenario okay let's just say wi-fi blackouts blackouts electricity that kind of stuff to where you know people are now in the need of figuring out where to get food and you know a lot of those people in cities have no idea how to make bread from scratch or or even put a seed into the soil you know what i'm saying so this is where we step up but also for your safety you got to be very careful because the yeah. last thing you want people to know is you're a yeah. you're a prepper yeah b you don't what you've got you, the yep. you know you know there's a point where you literally have to play the game and i don't when i say play the game i mean when you go out in public you act like you're part of their team um because you're gonna well, be the first one that's removed and then what good are you for your family and the last thing and this is what i see a lot of people they they all want to dress militarized you know what i'm saying oh, no, like no, and no, get no. ready and stuff and, and boy you are a target, target. when yeah. you walk out and you are even remotely looking militarized. Yeah, you know, at that point, I'll be wearing that. paisley shirts and flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no joke. And, I, and and it's um even on that, you know, you get out here in the situations where we're at. Like when I go to a big city, that's like when I was up there with my granddaughter up 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 in um, Lafayette, and it scored number five on the worst cities to live in in Indiana for violence. Um, we went to the mall and I'll tell you what, I was more on guard duty than I was anything. You know, it, it's, I can't, I can't even go to the city west of me without when I'm walking through a store, it's, I'm watching everybody and watching everything that's going on. And with the big cities, these people, they were, the kids and everything were pretty much just written off. Mm -hmm. um, they, they did nothing to help advance them because again, we play this freaking thing where our government gives money out 
to better. Oh, we're going to give this to do your community. Well, 80% of that goes to the community leaders that aren't doing anything for the community. Yeah. Just like with um, Hamas, their leadership's sitting over in Qatar, and all the money that's being donated to Hamas is going to Qatar. It's not going to the Palestinian people. Um, <clears throat> them guys in Qatar, it's the same thing here in America. They want to send money to your county, city, or state. The people at the top are getting the, the payoff of it. You might see 10% of that go to whatever it was they were striving to, for. To so their now, big guy. <laughs> yeah. And so now we got kids that haven't been educated in how to live or how to um, just function in society. Um, none of them know how to function. You know, no. to them, functioning is waking up and going hanging out with your buddies and selling drugs and grabbing guns and making videos now. And um, that's not good. Um, so when, when it, when it gets down to it, yeah, the kids in the country, in the country setting or rural setting do have it better as far as schools go and learning how to live. But I'd rather have children that are wise than smart. Yeah. But there's a lot of kids in the cities that are wise, but they're wise to the well, wrong side. Yeah. But they're street wise. And that, the thing is though, is it to a point that's awesome. They know how to survive. Um, but you know, how do you, city. how do you survive a street smart way when you've got nowhere to take what you're surviving upon? You and that's where it you gets don't. a little questionable, you know? Um, you know, so unfortunately I lost all of my food and provisions in a crazy gunfight and I lost my guns <laughs> in a crazy boat accident. Oh no, that all was, my, that all was my on stuff. the move though, right? Yeah, all that of it's gone. On the move. All okay. of it's that gone. That happened to me too. You know, I lost a lot of boxes in the move. I can't I imagine had, where I all had my aliens stuff went. Come here. Oh, really? Yeah, the like the one you coughed had, up. Yeah, it was. I think it crawled in there and took all my guns. <laughs> uh, the, I had a bright light shine in my house one night, woke me up, and then all of a sudden I went back to sleep, and I haven't found the gun yet. Yeah, so mine, know, mine was know. in a very deep ocean, and it was, it was a sad, sad day. <laughs> Sad, sad no. day. Okay. Fortunately, I have my slingshot. Yeah. And uh, the great thing about slingshots is you you never run out of ammo. All you no. do is like, hey, there's yeah, an rock. acorn or there's a rock. <laughs> but can can you imagine just of uh, okay, we want to fix we want to fix our world, okay? I, I okay, I don't care about fixing what's going on across both oceans. I, that's 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 their issue. We have got enough issues in America to fix mm -hmm. now. Well, our own. What, the, what big city do you want to take on first to fix? Oh, that's a hard one. None. See, uh, see, None. I mean, really. No, I mean, no. We no. really do have to fix them. No, no, no. Uh, that, they, that's yeah, a they hard need one. to be fixed. Well, you know what? I'm okay. You guys all know I'm from California, um, but I have family there, and they aren't in the parts of California that you need to get away from. But I think that California needs God. I think they need they need prayers there because they used to have it. They, they used to have used God. They used to be a red state, a beautiful state. It was it was beautiful there when I lived there, and I left when I was twenty seven. And it's it's heartbreaking to go back, but they really they really do need help. They need a lot of prayers in California. There's yeah. a, there's people like us there that know what's going on, but there's a lot of people that you know, don't. Well, it's the same, you know, I feel the same thing about, you know, Canada in general. Canada. It's like you remember like literally Beautiful. it seemed like 10 years ago when you were talking about the nicest people in the world, like Canada was the first place you'd go, oh, the people in Canada are mm -hmm. awesome. And there's still some phenomenal people, but Canada is going the same way that some of our, um, our crazy cities mm -hmm. are going. 
And yep. I'm not saying all of them, you know, like um, Calgary, um, you know, some of those other places. Because, you know, and that was the thing is that when I was working for the Stars, um, you know, obviously it's not a lack of, of Canadian people that you're you're talking to on, you know, professional hockey team. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you'd have the couple of the conservatives and ones that are like, you know, the Patriots, I would consider Patriots. But now, you know, a lot of those cities, just like in Canada, are becoming just like our cities right here yep. in our country. And it's a big cleanup. Mm -hmm. It's a huge it cleanup. Like, I mean, you're, that would I be, mean, first off, you got to get, they don't have any protection either. No, and that's no. the thing. Is that's it, the thing. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Soros, for ruining Canada, Canada. and America. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and that's it, the and problem. It's a problem. Ahead, ahead. Well, you know, it's a problem with there's they're stripping you of your rights to carry and own and stuff like that. And look, look what Canada's going yeah. through. The same with like Australia too. Is it Australia? Oh, Australia's done. And New, New Zealand? Zealand was done too. New Zealand, they were the test bed for concentration mm -hmm. camps and they did it. And and but you know, so look what's happening there. I know, and it and it's like, okay, pick a city. I'll pick Chicago. Um to go through there and clean it up as far as gangs um getting it back to where the kids in the school don't feel like they're going to prisons because what? again i've brought that up but you got your i've been through and seen the schools they look like penal institutions they do they do and when you got fencing and barbed wire um pointing in to keep kids from crawling yeah, out exactly it, what do you think they're what what do you think you're instilling in them um now then you got to go in and you got to clean up and and again we're not going to clean up all the drugs i don't that's that that's a fantasy because through the ages thousands of years ago they've always been doing something to get high that's just the way it is um legalizing it no because we've seen what happened out in washington with that you can't legalize every drug um, because then it just turns into just a bunch of screwed up people like Kensington, Philadelphia, or Pennsylvania, man, or Philadelphia and part of Kensington. But to clean Chicago up, we 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 don't give anybody a a job anymore. As far as jobs go, we don't have enough, and I don't know why we don't have enough jobs for people to work. Okay. We we can supply our own food in this country for our people. Get people out working on farms. Yeah. Um, well, you quit, know, quit even shipping um, in people to come do the work, and they're yes, like, "Well, I just yes. remember Americans don't want to make shoes, or Americans <laughs> don't want to pick." Look, yeah. Americans yes, will do, do anything they have to when they are needing to feed their family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've said yeah, it before too: is I've got more respect for the father of three working at Taco Bell than I do for some of the graduates, you know what I'm saying, that are yeah. making a lot more money. It's because yeah. what are you willing to do to protect and take care of your family? And see, that's, I think that's the biggest lie too. When they say, Oh, if it's made in America, it's going it, to, it's going to cost more. I think that's a big ass lie because it all goes back to how they want to value things. So why is a TV that's produced in China less expensive than what we could produce it here in America. And we'll they'll say, oh, because it's the labor over there. Well, okay. Then then just stop importing televisions from China, Korea, and everywhere and have them made back here in America. Because if if their pay raise is going to raise, then the, the the average person's pay raise is going to raise to do this. And now here we go. We'll find out why because trace the money. 
the people that are running this show, the big corporations, the families that are doing it, don't want to see us here in America making money and doing well. Um, again, we could be just like this little town I live in. <clears throat> Back in the early days, we had clothes, places were making clothes. We had places that were rolling cigars out of it. We had places that were making bricks. We had places that were making clay tile. We had farms that were producing all the food for the, the city and the counties. Um, we had dairy farms in this town. Um, we had everything in this, in this communities to sustain this community and everybody worked. And the, there was nothing different than it would be now because the wages they were making now are the wages that were then or the wages we make now for the, I guess, the advent of technology. Well, you mean, know, there's no difference. Nah, well, none. You think about this, like they've convinced everybody that you need to make more money. And it's like, no, you need to lower the cost of everything. When I was a kid, I was my first job. I was making $4 and 25 cents an hour. You know how oh, excited, you yeah, you know how excited I was mm -hmm. when I got raised to 475, you know what Dude, I'm saying? I but, made 50 cents an hour. But the thing is though, is that we could get what we needed yeah. on that wage. And right now, you, you know, they're like, oh, well, we need to rate raise the cost of everything. You know mm -hmm. what you're making an hour. So now you, what happens when you give um, people at McDonald's 20 bucks an hour, <laughs> then you're paying $16 for a combo meal. Yeah. And then well, nobody can even. somebody brought up that the fact that you can't go to mcdonald's now and get mm -hmm. a value priced meal no no no. there's not even a dollar menu any longer but no. here's the deal this no. is what it is it's like they they have raised the cost so much you know because i mean i mean back in the day you know what you paid two grand for now for an apartment you were paying four or five hundred dollars for yeah you know night today we were like oh my goodness gas is two dollars and seventy cents i'm so excited See, everyone gets pulled into this. We're so excited when gas is no longer $3 and 20 cents and it's now two seventy. We should still be outraged that it's not 70 cents. Dude, me and you both know if they were selling gas for $2 a gallon, they're making money. Mm -hmm. The thing of it is, is we both know too, that if the state would get their freaking hands out of it and quit putting so much gas tax on everything, taxes on the gas, Gas could be at two dollars a gallon, and these refineries would be making the money to be up to be able to upgrade their uh, equipment instead of watching our infrastructure as far as our gas and, and our our supply of um, fossil fuels um, going down the crapper because nobody wants to put back into the business of upgrading the facilities and all this stuff. Two dollars a gallon gas is going to sell, and Again, it's like with the states sticking their nose into it. The corp, the, the state's taking if it. If it's $2 a gallon, I guarantee you the state's taking $1.25 for tax. No, and and it gets even crazier because like, so let's say, you know, under Trump, you know, I saw gas at like two thirty five or something yep. sometimes. Okay. Yep. So I saw it too. So then it goes up to three twenty five, and then the prices of food and grocery store items and pretty much everything that you purchase goes up. But what happens when that gas comes back down to two seventy? They don't change yeah. those prices. You know no, what I'm saying? They so don't change the quantities either. It's no. shrinkflation along with inflation. I mean, everything. I I went to the store tonight and I'm sitting there looking. 
Pepperidge Farm cookies, man. I just want some Pepperidge Farm cookies, okay? <laughs> I just wanted them, and just I'm looking at them. I'm look I'm I'm looking at the bag, going, "What's okay, in it? It's, huh? What's in it? Do you read the, Do you read Far- Pepperidge Farm? Yeah, read oh, the white ingredients. Oh, chalk, white chocolate with <laughs> macadamia nuts. Oh my goodness! They're do you know awesome. that they have cricket parts they in there? They got crickets and all that stuff. Yeah. If you want to, if Milking if you want to go there, they don't have crickets and everything. <laughs> it's not everything. It's got crickets. If you, if what is the number four one zero two? For that's um, is that is it four one zero two? I think no, or five. that might be the fetal cell one. Oh, okay, yeah. High Vista. Because when I was eating my gummy worms, High Vista had to throw that at me in chat, and I'm like, "Going, I'm eating my it's damn four, gummy worms." Four one zero okay. something. I, I passed yeah. it. To, I, I have it written down somewhere. It's it's crazy, but mm-hmm. it, it's just the fact that I look at it, the price is up, and the, the package is smaller. Yes, going, of course. You see that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. It's, it's like, huh? It's like, uh, well, they, all they do is they put more air in the bag to make it look like mm-hmm. you're getting more. You're like, potato oh, chips cool. Worse. Potato yeah, chips but, are the best example. The yeah, thing is, though, is yeah. that. They reduce the amount that's in it. They raise the price. Gas goes back down, just like it did. Because I mean, you think about it. From we were paying what three twenty nine just a couple of weeks yeah. ago, and mm-hmm. now it's two seventy. So you figure you go in the grocery store, and and the cost of of items that you purchase would reflect the gas coming down because that's why they said they had to raise the prices, but they don't. They keep it up, and then eventually it goes up um, to let's say $4 for gas. So once again, they raise the price of their chips. They reduce the amount that you get and it never goes back down. So they keep playing this game. And then we're sitting here having to pinch pennies, you know? Um, yeah. And just try to figure out where we're going to get the money to feed our family. Or we're like, okay, you know, or we end up purchasing things that really aren't good for us. Like, look, I don't like eating poison, <laughs> but I can't afford to get like real meat. You know, or, or, or oh, like, I, or I'm not like that. process me, you know, so we are left with this, this choice. It's like, you can either spend all of your money and then have no money left for anything, gas or anything, yeah. or you can save a little bit of money by eating poison. Well, you and, and see, that's the crazy thing. Cause it, it's okay. It's like right now with the industry I'm in, um, I go, when I was coming back from Kentucky, on 65, I seen a sign where they were hiring welders at like almost $23 an hour. That was start. Um, and then I was going to Lafayette and there was a place that was starting people out at 22 50 an hour. Like you were talking about raising the, the pay at McDonald's. Um, what people don't understand when you're sitting here asking for more money, what do you think is going to happen? When you're wanting a higher wage, Okay, mm-hmm. so you work at... They'll we'll put say a robot you, in there. Well, no, not, no, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no. It, it's coming. That, well, I build robot cells, so I build, I build robot cells for robot arms, but you still have to have a welder at that cell to be able to check the parts. You can't just have anybody at that cell, so you're paying a welder to stand there and run a robot. So it's not like the robot's doing all of it. Yeah, but you've um, got one welder for like eight robots, you know, where you yeah, would have no, had eight. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh-uh. I don't know where you're getting it. I work in it. I build them. It takes one man to each robot. Now, what's the point I, of the robot? Yeah, Douglas, then, wait a minute. Douglas, one man to hey, each robot? Douglas ran three robots in one day. Douglas won't run three robots in a day again. Well, there's literally a McDonald's, McDonald's. that doesn't have anybody working there. Mm-hmm. It's That's ran just by robots. robots. 
That's McDonald's. Uh, I, yeah, I know, but I'm not talking about your. I'm talking about. I like, know, yeah. I know. It, it, it's coming on far as that. There are McDonald's that have robots doing it, mm -hmm. but there's there's still people there that have to run the programming and all that on them to That's make sure person. that they're doing. Well, it's not all just one person. There's probably a couple, two or three, but still, it's robots can replace some things. They can't replace everything, but with the price of with with the cost of um employment going up that's why we're not seeing a trend on our food going down because they're paying people more to make to this make the so food. they're going to compensate their pro their cost into their product um but here again i mean um do i need to be making what i'm making an hour probably so because i've been at it for 40 years Yeah, but you're a specialist like i said there's a difference and i mean look it, there is. Would you be willing to pay more, more money going to a place that makes awesome burgers or a place that makes burgers really quick and throws them out a window at you? Yeah, you know, it's it's the difference. Okay. You know, today people yeah, out of human meat exactly. <laughs> um, you know, and then we've got AI, yeah. AI, there artificial go. intelligence is going to change the game because now once robots can start fixing yeah. robots, man, we got a big problem. Uh, um, but it is it's it's a it's such a a hard game to play around. That's like I was talking to the the uh, second in command up here and again we're all pretty good we're all good friends i'm good friends with them guys and it, it's great but i got talked to him i said you know it's crazy because i watched the dow i watched bitcoin and i watched gold all go up in this week and i said that is not how this works it's it's an illusion well um, it's an illusion but what i'm saying is usually when the stock market goes up okay Gold tanks. Well, yeah, now, but but gold but, people people are getting wiser to the stock market illusion. I should say, oh, not, not the gold illusion, because the gold's legit. People are really buying the gold. They're buying the silver. Silver's going up. Gold's going up. Yeah, um, but both commodities are are well, are illusions because kind of silver should be worth more than gold. Well, I mean, because it's more useful. But here's the thing too, is that there's not as much. Who decides? Like I said, <laughs> oh, if you were in a poo yeah. hits the fan scenario. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Water, like, water is going to be worth more than Water, food, seeds, freedom spreaders, freedom seeds, uh, like all that stuff's going to be worth a whole lot more. And then you're looking at it too. Is it so? So let's say, let's say the economy goes down, we lose electricity and everything for just six months. Okay. Go, go. <laughs> yeah, for, no, I mean, for just six I'm, months. I know, I know, I know. You, gold and silver will still have some kind of worth. But yeah, if but you carry that over to a year or two years, mm -hmm. no one's going to care about gold or silver because it's pointless. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, I can't eat a gold nugget. I can't eat um, a silver yeah. nugget. No, but it's still kind of the thing about gold and silver is it can hold a barter value. Um, whereas, again, like you said, you brought it up and we we talk about this a lot on our show, too. Water is going to be worth more than gold. Hundred by far, by far, water because seeds, water, toilet we, paper, like things that we literally taper granted right now. We cannot survive without water. Water yes. is the one thing humans need to survive, and without water, um, what is it, how many that. days? How many days is it you go before 
Um, you, you should you, know that, don't you? Yeah, you can. You can only go like, like three days, I think, max without without water, hydrate, food. Yeah, food. You can go a little longer. You can technically drink your urine to get a little bit of water, but that only yeah, lasts that's so Azrael. long. Yeah, Don't get into with that with him. No, don't get him started on that in chat. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Azrael. Trust no, he'll, me. He'll, he'll, Azrael said it's more sterile than this. Well, it is. I mean, but it, it the 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 see that's I've talked to this with people too. You got to remember, spices were worth more than gold and silver back in the day. Yeah, spices were. I mean, so when it gets to it, as far as the monetary thing, what I'm saying it. What what I mean is, is it's me and me and the owner of the company talk about like the janitor that works for um, Ford, who's making thirty five dollars an hour because he's in a contract with the, the United Auto Workers. I mean, you can't be paying somebody who's you can't i can't say it like that I, I gotta say it to where it's nice um he's making 35 dollars an hour to to clean bathrooms so what do you think a car is going to cost just because of what he's making an hour no i know Every, you know everything. what i'm saying and we got to get to a point again too where we got to look at um sensible pay i guess if you want to look at it like that but again we're fighting people who the only thing that they live for is material worth and that gets into like again that's like i tell people if they want to listen to a show that talks a lot of religion listen to your show because I've, i believe in father i have my faith i believe and i try to be a good person and those are the three things i, I try to tell people and then we get talking about the other stuff whereas you you do a good job with the scripture and stuff like that um we got to get to a point where we're back at a sensible way of living instead of living abundantly or not abundantly, but um, these people that are making the money, they're, they're wanting their material things and not because they know that I guess <clears throat> the people that we're fighting know that they don't have a treasure in heaven. Yeah. Can I go there? You know what I mean? They're, they're not, they're not saving up. They're not saving they're, up their God points, you know, their, well, their repentance they're good, and they're, their goodness, man. They're, there's nothing good about them. So there's nothing to redeem. No. And that's the thing though, is that, you know, they just take, 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 which brings us back to what we began the whole show oh, yeah. is the importance <laughs> of, of humility, mm -hmm. yes, being humble, yes. except, you know, respecting and not taking anything for granted, because trust yeah. me, as little as some of you may think you have, you still have a lot more than other, other people, people in our country, much less this world. And, you know, the, the great thing, there's only one thing. Look, you may have just a house that's barely holding together, but you still have a roof over your head. Yep, but without sure that relationship with God, you've got nothing. Zero. No, you, you, because you, well, you don't. You're going to end up in the one place. And we said it before. The worst thing about hell is not the devil, the demons, or the heat. It's the lack of God. And I think it's more the lack of God than devils, demons, and heat. It's just the the knowing that God just went, <laughs> dude, I don't know you. <laughs> That's oh. what I'm saying. Well, he won't even say that because he won't be around. Like I no, said, there's, no. just imagine that. Like right now on our worst day that we have, where we may have been a terrible, horrible person, we can still get down on our knees and ask for forgiveness. And Father will hear us. Oh, dude, but I in hell... That. You got, you're talking to yourself or the devil's yeah. over there laughing at you going, Pfft. yeah, I might not be on, I'm, I'm, I probably don't get on my knees to praise God, but I'm me and me and father talk while I'm listening to earbuds and welding and building stuff and doing four things at one time. And 
there's still a conversation going on. Um, and it's an all day long thing. Just, just talking about, um, this world. And again, okay, dude, um, why did they not want you to have these books in there? What's the reason? And I'm starting to find out what the reasons are. Um, because it's a lot of stuff that we need to know as a people to further ourselves and advance ourselves and our knowledge to get to where we're fighting these people on their same level. Because if you don't think that they're using the old history against us, you're crazy. They, they are, they, you know, they um, know the old, they know the history. They know the old history. They know how it's played out in the past. We've got a new turd that they polished up and put a different set of di- jewels in it. And they're playing that on us right now. Um, the division thing, we talk about this on our show too. We have got to get united as a whole. We have got to get rid of this division. I do not hate, I'm going to say this here, I do not hate anybody that is of a different militant level uh, in, their, in the way they're made up. You still come from Adam and Eve. Um, you still come from the same set of first genes. So we are all related. Um, even if, but the only ones we're not related to are the unclean and there's a lot of unclean out there. Yeah. Um, you know, we can't say that we're related to them other than we are half brothers and sisters to them. If you want to go that route. Well, um, I'll get you back on like next Friday and we can talk about, cause you're reading Yasha, right? We can, I'm listening to it. We can talk about it, dude. We'll get in there. Hey, let me let let me let's tell you this one real quick because I just I had it up here. Daily Ob Caller obtains, and you can think about this one and talk about it sometime. Exclusive dim Senate staffer caught filming sex tape tape in Senate hearing yeah. room. A congressional staffer having anal sex with an unknown man in the <laughs> Senate hearing room. Video obtained by Daily Caller show. This dude did it in one of our buildings in the freaking Capitol, dude. Yeah, I know. And I it's was... on videotape. That's bullshit. This is the stuff that's starting to, and this is the stuff that's starting to come out now. And again, ah, Punky asked me if I believed in the white hats and Trump, and I about laughed. <laughs> 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 no, I don't believe in the Trump and the white hats. I believe that Father uses people in ways that we do not understand and are not supposed to understand they're just supposed to work that way and if something happens and it might not even be trump getting elected to delegate it could be trump getting assassinated and that flips something yeah i mean it's Sodom and Gomorrah, we are living in the days as of Noah, and yeah. oh, we're seeing that. And no, we're going to talk about that with the Azur. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll do that. We'll plan on doing that on next Friday because we're actually out of time tonight. God, do it, pray, brother. I'm on mute. Hey, I'm going to say mute. it like this. Y'all, y'all, I love you out there. News you're not going to like. Sunday nights is ladies' night. Duncan, I love you and living both. Thank you love for you. having us here. And oh, we asked about misfit toy shirts. So anybody that's in here right now that comes into the show likes misfit because Defy called us the misfit toys. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, that's what that was about. So if y'all get a price up, just shoot it to me. And if people want to buy them, we'll 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 more than likely we'll help you guys out. If you want to put some money on top of it, who cares, dude? We don't care. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We'll pay you a little extra to do it, make you a little money. It's no big deal. That's what it's about, isn't it? 
Yeah, we'll just we'll make sure that we you know when we do that we'll get an order. Um, so like that's can, what I'm saying. Yeah, because the saying. more shirts that I order at one time, the better deals we get. Because I go to a pretty good place. Get, you all get me the price. You let okay. me know, and I'll put it on the show and all that. I'm gonna tell everybody right now. I love them all, and I'm gonna mute myself and get the hell out of here so this man can get on and end his show. Because if not, <laughs> it's gonna keep going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> love you. I, I, love I love you all. You. Love you, love brother. You, love great, you. Hey, hey, have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for having me on this place, and. I'm glad you put up with me. So, oh man, we love it. Like we I said, we'll we'll, com- we'll continue this next Friday, and we'll talk about Yasher, and uh, I'll tell you about the Bible that um, Moonwolf came across. Which is <laughs> we'll get into cool. it, dude. Yeah, it's exactly. gonna be fun. Love you. Hey, Have love a great you weekend. Love Bye. you, man. God bless, man. God bless. Bye. All right, everybody. We're gonna end in a little bit of prayer. We'll get you off for the weekend. Um, once again, we got a busy weekend coming up here, so we will be busy. Um, if we decide, to, if we have time to do a show on Sunday, we will definitely put it up on KC yeah, to let you guys much. know. Um, we take our weekend to just jam as much as we possibly can here mm-hmm. around this house to get stuff done, so we can focus on the research and pulling the scripture together. We're going to be getting into more scriptural topics next week. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, Amanda will be back on Wednesday. Yeah, I, I got. Um, I gotta connect with her. Yeah, Footloose may be in to continue the conversation on we Monday. Got Dustin on Tuesday, and then Dustin on Tuesday. And exactly. Doug on Friday. Doug on Friday. John MSM on Liars on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have a nice busy week next week, and like I said, mm-hmm. I've got a couple of uh, beautiful scriptural things lined up to get back into those conversations because we are just all over the place with all the stuff happening in this world. But it's all just important to talk about. But there's nothing more important to talk about than Heavenly Father. Speaking of Heavenly Father, everybody, please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you again for another day and another great conversation with Brother Douglas today. Dear Lord, we just ask that you continue talking to us and inspiring us, dear Lord. Don't let us take anything in vain. Don't let everything that we do, dear Lord, be for your service. And continue to speak to us that do these podcasts, dear Lord, so that we're focused on the right things. We're not um, going off in things we don't need to be talking about, dear Lord. We know we need to be talking about what's taking place on this earth because it's very important. Because you said, you know, we'd be living, we'd be seeing the days of Noah, which we are right now. And dear Lord, you know, tying that in with what the scripture is, it just makes a lot more sense today, even more than it did years ago when some of us read that scripture. We've always believed in the word. We've trusted in God. But we see the Sodom and Gomorrah just happening on this earth right now. Things are starting to make a lot more sense. And we need to come together, dear Lord. We need to repent. We need to build our faith stronger and stronger every single day. But we all we also need to come together, Father, and help other people find what we have. Dear Lord, there's a lot of people that are just misled and brainwashed in this world. And a lot of it is the devil doing his dirty deeds and keeping people looking down rather than looking up and focused on material rather than focused on the treasures in heaven. And we need to change that, Heavenly Father. If we're ever going to have this world cleaned up, if it's not time for you to come back, we don't know when that day is, dear Lord, but we need to be prepared for it. So accepting you into our hearts yesterday is the best time, but today is a great chance to, because you did give us today. You didn't promise us tomorrow. So Father, if you give us tomorrow, let us not waste a moment. Let us continue to speak to those just out in the middle of nowhere where we're in a, a store. If we're in a convenience store standing at a gas tank, dear Lord, let's talk about you. Dear Lord, I've found the great way that you've led me to is just to wearing religious shirts because you're just a walking billboard and it creates conversation. And then other people walk into that conversation. That's where it all begins, dear Lord. So don't let it just be the words that come from our mouth. Let it be the fruits that we bear to inspire people where they can see you within us, dear Lord. Because that's the thing is that you are in us. Everywhere that we go, everything that we do, dear Lord, 
everything that we have on this earth, everything that we complete, every mission that we're sent on is because of you. We need to give credit where credit is due, dear Lord. It all begins and ends with you. So dear Lord, thank you for having the patience with all of us to bring us to the point where we are today. Thank you for uniting us with this podcast and the many other podcasts, dear Lord. And I ask dear Lord that, you know, just keep sending people this way so that we can talk about the Lord, dear Lord, but nonetheless, send them somewhere to a show that's like this, to a show that's better than this, where people are praying and talking and reading scripture so that they can focus on the things that are absolutely important. But Father, I want to end this with just thanking you for all that we have. You know, sometimes even we take things for granted and, and we want more and we look at the things that we don't have that others have and we want to keep up with the Joneses. Just give us those little nudges and reminders, dear Lord, that none of that matters. All that matters is that relationship with you. And once we have that relationship with you, we repent, we pray, we spread that gospel. Heavenly Father, you bless us with all the things that we need. You've given us life. You've given us breath. You've given us loved ones. You've given us a roof over our head, water to drink, food to feed us. And dear Lord, I know no matter how things, how rough things get on this earth, you will continue to give us what we need. But dear Lord, let us continue to give you what you need. And that is the respect, the love, and everything that you ask us to do on this earth. Let us continue to serve you in the greatest ways we can. Let us be ready to go to war, dear Lord, if that's what you ask. But I ask, dear Lord, in the meantime, to keep us calm, to keep us focused, to keep us focused on the information and spreading that gospel and focusing on prayer and keeping those rocks in our pockets and the sword in our sheaths, dear Lord. But if that day comes and we need to move on to the next stage, let us be fully ready. Let us have no fear, no anxiety, no stress, ready to enter that battlefield and to give our lives for you the way that you gave your life for us so that we had that chance of salvation. Dear Lord, we will never be able to give anybody what you've given to us, but we can be the ones that lead people to the one that can, and that is you, Father. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Beautiful prayer. Thank you. It, uh, I always love these uh, shows with Douglas. We, we, I didn't even get to any of the news that I had lined up to talk about, but that's okay because God just leaves the topics. And right now, you know, first and foremost, have an understanding of Scripture, that relationship with God. Most important thing we have, everything seems to fall in line a little easier once you have that. Um, but nonetheless, we also need to be prepared. And that's one thing is that God gives us discernment. He gives us wisdom mm -hmm. and he gives us the ability to learn what we can carry on and help to teach others. And that's the thing, you know, it was mentioned multiple times earlier is that we need to love our enemies. We need to pray for our enemies and we need to be there because a lot of people in this world are lost, not because they were bad people. They've just been taught by bad people. They've been indoctrinated by bad people, but that's where the good people come in. That's where the God loving servants of our heavenly father come in to where we can help those people not be bad anymore strengthen our army even the evilest people in this world can change their hearts i've seen it before the bible's got many examples of it we can never forget that but all of you i love you very very much and i hope you have an absolutely beautiful week and like i said if we um get done with everything that we need to on sunday we will certainly let you guys know on our celtic christian telegram that if we're doing a show on sunday evening tomorrow we've got a lot going on as well um, other than that, we will certainly be back on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, unless something comes up, mm -hmm. we got to go to another place over here in Tennessee or Kentucky to help somebody else do something that they need. And like I said, um, I just praise the Lord for giving people the initiative, the knowledge of what people need to have to be helped, and the fact that people are willing to do so. 
um, and the blessings that we got in return Absolutely. for helping somebody by bringing them a blessing. Yes. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. God never lets anything Pay go to waste whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Paying it forward, helping others that are in need. But like I said, we went there knowing that we were going to help somebody in need and we ended up walking away with something ourselves. And that was a little bit extra humility and appreciation for what we have. But guys, I love y'all very, very much. I hope you have an absolutely beautiful weekend. Yes. And uh, have a great weekend, you guys. And we'll see you maybe Sunday night. But if not, we'll see you Monday. Exactly. We'll (laughs) certainly let you know. And like I said, once Jeff's back on his feet, Mm -hmm. just keep on praying for him. Keep on praying for him. We we helped him out a little bit, um, Mm -hmm. hopefully to get back and, and get well. Um, and then at that point, we'll be back every Saturday and Sunday as well, guaranteed yes. for Brothers in the Bible. But I love y'all. Have an absolutely beautiful weekend. We will see you maybe Sunday, definitely Monday. In the meantime, I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what's so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly and the rockets red glare, the bombs bursting in there, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that absolutely beautiful weekend and remember how fortunate we are just to have what we have and one of that things that we have is knowledge of how this ends and that is god wins so stress not fear not let go of the anxiety have no anger in your heart nothing but love even for your enemies keep on praying spread that gospel from nation to nation serve god in every moment that you possibly have because we are promised today but not tomorrow so if we have a tomorrow Utilize every moment the best that you can as well, the way that God has in all of our lives. Guys, I love you all very, very much. We love you very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful weekend. We will see you possibly Sunday, definitely Monday. In the meantime, God bless.